always. <laughs> uh. Hopefully, I look good in the camera. If you know, you know. See, if you don't, don't know, then you just trash. To survive, well, that's to find meaning in the suffering. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. R.P. to one of the greats. We back in studio. It's been a minute. Hold on. I've been through mad different faces, like Macy's, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I'll live longer. Something more productive with the time than bitch. I know. Yo, so when I was in high school, at the Christian school, um, I have to specify. So when I'm there, there's this guy. Shout out to you, Chris. Uh, clearly, he's white because I was the only black kid there. But. Bro came to me. He said, oh, you listen to rap? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, I was like, who your favorite artist? Expecting who? Eminem. Yeah. Well, I was just getting Eminem because he's white, right? Assuming. Bro pulls out every DMX CD in a case because we still had cases. And I was like, you like DMX? And he's like, I love DMX. And I was like, what you mean? And he said, bro, he... He folding albums. He's like, "Yo, this is the greatest rapper of all time." Of course, I had to disagree because I didn't. I don't agree with him, but I was just so shocked. And he was like, "Bro, he speaks to me on a whole nother level." Hold on. Once you really listen to this song, it is so freaking sad. It is. Uh, it's a beautiful song, but it's sad. Hold on, we gotta go to my shit. Next time the county of the state see me, it's gonna be in the back. Back. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, we can hear you now. I hate when niggas come on a pod. They don't hit me though. They don't hit me though. Come on, come on. Watch them young guns that take none. Nobody safe from the Friday the 13th. Ghetto Jason, itchy trigger finger. Yo, Corey, I know you was hating on my shirt last time, so I brung out the Cuban. Um, the point of everything is everything has been super sad lately. Um, if you do not know, you've been under a rock. DMX has passed, which is super sad because I don't think there is an artist. I don't believe there is an artist. I don't believe there is a. Some some people just represent hip hop, right? Uh, some people really just. Hold on, this is nice. Cops with warrants, every nice block part is part. This is my Friday part. night, getting bent liquor porn. My dog, not even home a month yet, and blaze a girl in the stomach. He robbing niggas who pumping. Imagine blazing a girl in the stomach. Jeez, I don't even know what that means. But the thing is, certain people, I don't think there's an artist that has ever came out in hip hop that has so much like you can feel, like feel their pain so much in their music. It's just a passion. I guess passion is a better word. And I felt like that with DMX. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I was the biggest DMX fan. Um, it was super impressive to me when I heard DMX. Uh, MTV, I remember as a kid, they were doing a top 10 list of top rap rappers of all time. 
and they were introducing this list when DMX was on there promoting the album. And the dude was like, oh, DMX, can you give me, give me some people who should be in this list? And DMX pretty much was like, fuck you, I ain't giving you nobody. Yeah. And it was so funny, DMX was like, I know I better be in there. And the dude was like, uh, maybe. He was like, no, no, no. I have 10 albums and all of them are platinum. Right. Or whatever the number was, he's like, all of my albums are platinum. You better have me in this list. Let me let y'all know, DMS wasn't on that list. I haven't seen him on that show ever since. I don't even think the show exists anymore. Not saying they're correlated. I do just find it interesting. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just super sad, man. You know, I realize um, it is a lot of money in podcasts. We're going to get some. You gonna bust you it? You better claim it. Oh. I'm tossing my grip on reality or sort of scene. Pinch myself to wake up, cause I'm not to dream. Niggas that don't know me see me and think I'm a problem. Niggas that know me well see me and think I'm a problem. I'm just a nigga that's misunderstood. Yeah, I know that. I turn your last name to Underwood. Cause if I see it, I'ma take it and run with it. That's me. What type of bullshit is this nigga on? That's D. The darker it gets outside, the more blood flows. When I plug holes with the blood, when it's whistled. I'm mad they gave Jaru the course, but that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, RP to him. You know, one of the saddest thing about this whole last week, um, this entire final week was um, his family and him going through so much and so many fake stories. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's it was something that um, the day before he passed, to have his manager Steve get up there. I'm saying Steve like I know him on a first name <laughs> basis, but Steve, if you know his manager Steve, he is huge in hip hop. Um, he's worked with everybody and to have him to get in online on Instagram and halfway be in tears and say, yo, he's still alive. He's brain dead. The family is going through a lot. You guys need to stop posting these things just for the family to get on the, on there the next morning and say, Hey, he has passed, which means they were making they, that decision. Yeah. And then you're making that decision and you got other family members probably calling you and you don't know where it's coming from. And just to see prominent people post it, you know what I'm saying? And I know they posted it. Not because they knew it was true because or that they really wanted to be first, but they were just posting it to say their condolences. And it was kind of yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? Um, but super sad, man. RIP to him. Shout out to Chris, wherever you at. That's my boy. Uh, he was my boy. He's still my boy. Nothing ever happened. Grew apart. But the point is, um, that was Chris guy. And then whenever me and Chris went somewhere, we had to pay play DMX for at least a four for that. So he session. probably somewhere really sad. Oh, absolutely. Like, bro had... He had, he was really into DMX. Let me just put it like that. Every album, he listened to it. He played it. It was, he could tell you every song front to back. And he was really, he said DMX made him fall in love with hip hop. And that that boy listened to more hip hop than I did. But he was really into it. And, uh, but RIP, man, let's get this party started. Apparently, we got a lot to talk about. Welcome to the paid and exposure. For those who don't know, me and Key been beefing for two weeks. That's why she ain't been here. Community of photographers to reach the next level of their business. We just leveled up. Hosted oh, yeah. by Key, AKA Key No No. And Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. We unscripted. We keeping it real. Let's get it. Wrap it up. What? Shut up. Wait, so I can't pay an exposure? 
No. I guess he killed her. Um, what's up, man? Where you been? Hand class for key returning. We had a little issue there for a moment, but was she was nothing. actually returning, man. I appreciate you. Where you been? You always be making stuff up. Okay. You the one been missing. No. Yeah. Okay. How you doing? So why didn't we have a podcast last week? Uh, I don't know. I t- actually did. You want to do it on? Why uh, didn't you have? A po- why didn't we have a podcast last week? I was here on Thursday. No, you was not. No, I left Friday. I thought. What did you do on Thursday? Okay, so last week. You be lying. All right, <laughs> we didn't have lying. a podcast last week because I had to go to a wedding. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Brianna. He had a photo shoot on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I had a photo shoot on Thursday, and um, and he did have to go to a wedding. And then I had to fly out <laughs> for a wedding the next day, and. Tampa was cool. What I always tell you, the funniest thing is going to weddings and seeing how photographers work. For you, because you're a photographer. You pay attention to that stuff. Um, Great, beautiful wedding. Um, Jeff is a listener. Shout out to Jeff. Jeff, I'm sorry you have to hear so much cursing when I do this. It was so funny. The pastor, the guy who officiated the wedding, same guy that did mine, he was talking to me. He was telling me, he was telling me in Korean, he was like, oh, you know, I love the pod. The pod sounds good. It looks great. And then Karina, knowing that he's a pastor, goes, so sorry for all the cussing you have to endure while listening to his pie. He was like, no, it's all right. And I looked at him. I was like, it's not for you. So, Josh, I apologize. Excuse me. We're going to watch it. I'm going to try to watch it. Probably won't won't happen. (laughs) Um, But it was interesting. Um, The wedding was cool. It was not as hot as in Tampa as I thought it would be. It was beautiful. Um, The hotel was nice. Brianna looked great. Uh, the bridesmaids look great. The grooms look great. Um, the music was cool. Brianna sung. Her uh, so Jeff plays the guitar. Mm-hmm. So they played "Mama" by who sings that? Boys and Men. Mm-hmm. Mama, I hate that song. What's wedding songs you hate? He disrespectful to the boys to the men. I hate like you know what's so tough. Nobody talks about this when you're trying to find a song. To sing or play for your mom or your father's Sundance, all the songs are like too sexual or just they're not right. They're not good freaking songs to play. And so, but anyway, going back, Squirrel, um, they play Mama, which was dope because so Brianna switched up a couple of words. So when she's singing, I'm like, damn, I didn't heard this song before. What is she singing? <laughs> and then when they got, I was like, oh, this sound like the. And she was trying to do the little Jasmine Sullivan thing where she go a little bit deeper. And then son, so shout out to Brianna, man. That's my that's my girl right there. Her. Um, so that was cool. <laughs> Food was good. Um, they had a strawberry cheesecake. Karina ate mine, so I don't know how that tastes. It's probably good. Sound good. You know, I don't eat desserts like that. So, um, but that was cool. So we didn't have a pot because we was beefing, and then you know, what I'm saying nobody was beefing. So let, let's go back a, a week prior to that. Okay, here we go. Is it a, was it a week prior or was it the same week? We did a podcast two weeks ago. I know, but I'm talking about um, this next thing on the list. What was this? A he week? got beef. Go ahead. Was this is a week ago. Was this a week? This yeah, because Wednesday. Week? Yeah, Wednesday. I had my. I did the meetup on Wednesday. So Gavin had a no more pie meet up. Hashtag no more pie meet up. And I have a bone to pick with him. It's not the bone that he think it is. It's not even that. Oh. It's a good bone. Oh, okay. Cool. Because you did this randomly, right? Like Randomly. you literally posted it on. I went out to brunch with y'all on Sunday. Posted on he posted uh, on social media after I've been drinking, <laughs> and randomly got so. In case y'all didn't know, Kiana has access to the um, Absolutely. Hayden Exposure page too. So 
be mindful of what some of y'all say because I can see it. She can. Okay? And Key is nosy. <laughs> and I'm nosy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's besides the point. So I'm getting these notifications and everybody's like, oh, I want to come. Oh, this is dope. Da, 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 da. I think Gavin doesn't realize the impact that he has mm. because how many people showed up just randomly? Um, I was hoping for three. promoted for like three days. I promoted three days. I was hoping three to four people showed up. I think 15 showed up. 15 or maybe more. Yeah. About 15, 20 people showed up. Now, I don't know because I wasn't there because I had to go to the gym. But um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> but I seen the video and like it was a lot. It was a lot of people it, there. Yeah. What's your bone to pick? That you sell yourself short sometimes. Okay. Okay. This is a different bone. I ain't yeah, know where you going. He thought I was. He thought I was gonna say something smart. And well, she did cuss me out yesterday. So. No. Well. Well. <laughs> no. This is a good bone because I feel like you have so much potential with your photography and the influence. Even though I hate that word, the influence that I'm you have on. I gotta sneeze. COVID. Um, the influence that you have on a lot of people. Mm, okay. Like you say, you expected three people and you had triple that. And so, absolutely. More what than a triple. triple. I'm going to say it. He was a math major, just to give y'all his up. I was up. not. Um, I will be honest. I appreciate that, and I'm thankful for that. I guess for me, um, so what happened was Sunday, I'm sitting there. I go outside. I'm driving my wife home. and Well, we're going home, excuse me. And I'm, while I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, it's pretty. I was like, yo, I really don't have too much shoots to do this week. It'd be dope to do a meetup. And so she said, well, what you going to do? So what, what initially happened was I hit up Corey. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Grizzlo. And who definitely, he loves my shirt. See, I got the little chest here. My tattoo showing? There we go. Oh, my So, gosh. anyway, you know, this Fendi. You know, Fendi out. It's not. It's from ASOS. But that's not the point. So, I hit up Corey, and I go, yo, what you doing this week? Corey goes, nothing pretty much. Why, what's up? And I was just like, I got, I was just like, yo, I'm down to shoot. If you down, I'm down. I might invite some people. He was like, all right, bet. So, I put it on Instagram because I'm like, at least I have one model. Then I had models DMing me, and I was like, oh, shoot, this is going a little bit too fast. And I then, them. Then, so let me tell you what happened. We leave Sports One, right? You got to tell everybody where we were going. Cool. Then we, <laughs> me and Rena had dinner at Jack Beagles. The reason why I'm telling you about Jack Beagles is because you understand how they mimosas work. Why y'all invite us to dinner? It was random. We went, I'm just messing. Uh, but no, the thing <laughs> is, we went 30 minutes before they closed. Did you know they closed at like 8 on Sundays? Uh-uh. We didn't know either. Well, we get there like 12. And we pass out by three. So <laughs> when we got there, they was wrapping up. We like, what the fuck is going on here? Sorry, Josh. Um, So anyway, um, I wake up the next day. And then so I got people interested. I got photographers hit me up. I'm like, okay, let's make this official. People hit me up for a flyer. And so I kind of threw it out there. And then I didn't promote it on my personal social media like I should have. And so anyway, going there was actually a beautiful thing. I appreciate. Shout out to all the photographers that came. Hand claps to y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, the reason why I appreciate y'all because you didn't have to come. Um, most of the photographers that was there, it was their first time. It was actually my first time. I've never been to a meetup. I've never been to a photo walk. I've never hosted one. It was just something on the whim. I said, y'all, I want to try this out. Let's see how it goes. And it went, to me, it went well. It's a lot of things I need to personally work on. And um, it was a lot of things I could have did differently. I do feel like some people left let down. And the only reason why I feel like that, that because I think a lot of people um, was expecting more one-on-one time with me or more group interaction with me. And I was kind of trying to make sure everybody was cool and getting something out of it versus like going one-on-one. Um, 
next time because I feel like this should be like a regular or a monthly thing. So the next one's going to be in May. I'm picking out a weekend in May and we're going to do it on a Sunday. Key will be there and we'll help with she'll organization. Be signing, she'll be signing autographs. And then what we'll do in May, what I kind of want to do is I want to get models and then also people who may want just some cool shots who don't mind being a model. And it might be one of those things where it's like, hey, if you need a headshot, you might want to come out here. If you need some lifestyle branding pictures, if I do, I bring a coffee mug. You never know what you may or may not get out of it. Um, but I wouldn't be dependent on, hey, I need branding photos. Let me show the hell up. But it might be something like, oh, I'm I don't I'm cool. I ain't got nothing to do. I would love some free pictures of myself. I was um, gonna ask, like, is you gonna charge for this or just No, nah, like- the next one I won't. Then I think once because I want to see how big it get, and then I'm gonna limit it, limit it, and then charge. But for right now, my my biggest thing is this. I want people to come out. I want people to learn. Let me tell y'all, we need a shade button on here. This would be this is this is actually a dope idea. So and it's a lot of people do it to help with like upcoming photographers, and mm-hmm. then have your vets in there to teach maybe or yeah. show some things. And shout out to Rickland. Rickland was there, and Rickland. Let me tell you something. Um, shout out to you. You now owe donations. You owe me another donation. Um, now, if I come to the next one, don't be acting all weird and stuff, okay? Because I ain't got time. Why are you gonna say that to Rickland? Because you, you, the last pod that he did with you, homeboy, everybody Rickland heard you. what he was saying about he you. He does love you. So um, I'm just saying, don't be acting weird because I will walk away. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but Rickland was dope because um, I needed him to lead a group, and I didn't ask him to. He just did it. I kind of gave him like halfway of like, "Yo, bro, can you do?" And he was like, "I got you." And he mm-hmm. just. He took it upon himself. I saw him showing people the ropes. I saw him educating people. I saw him helping photographers. And I was not surprised, but I was grateful. And I'm thankful for that. Shout out to Renee that was there. She brought some models. She brought some people. Me and Renee, we are going to have a conversation. (laughs) And you got to have a talk. But Renee, shout out to you. Um, Shout out to everybody else came. Um, Hold on. I'm getting his name. This guy is amazing. I got to get his name. Hold on. Why he getting his name? Next one, May. I don't know what. We got to pick a Sunday in May. Shout out to Ill Eye on the scene. Um, bro drove from South Carolina. I had two people that came from South Carolina. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful. I am. I was humbled. I was, uh, I was just blessed to be able to be there in front of him and him saying, bro, I had to come from South Carolina. I'm glad to be here. We had a third guy. Sorry to you, bro, who came from South Carolina as well, but he couldn't find us because we was moving around. So the next one, it will be in May. Uh, probably look out the last three or fourth, the third or fourth uh, Sunday in May. We're going to try to do the next one. And I'm going to have like some legit models out there. And we're going to have a like a little educational joint. Yep. So I appreciate y'all for that. Um, Do we already do the drops? Yeah. So what's been going on with you? How's life? You know, same how's the brace journey going? Same. Embrace me. Go ahead. Uh, same old, same old. You know, just um, working per use. Because if y'all didn't know, I have a full time job. <laughs> Absolutely, highs inspirade. You know, I gotta check in. Check in. I don't. I hit Gavin up for a meeting for inspirade, and he has yet to respond back to me. Well, I've been out of town. Like he don't got my number. Hmm. Like. I don't see him on a regular basis. Mm. Whether like you being out of town has stopped anything. I don't you just giving excuses at this point. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Anyway, everything else is good. Um, I got some things for Inspirate. Once Gavin has a meeting with me, we can get that going too. We can do it today. No, because <sighs> after here, <laughs> it's, time, it's time to have a couple drinks. Um, <laughs> but other than that, life is good. Yeah, other than that, everything's good. Any life fallout from good. last podcast? Just to let y'all know, Key cussed like, my ass out for the last podcast. week. For the la- after our podcast last week, Key cussed me out for a whole week. Still, I did not cuss you out. Hmm. We literally had so everybody knows the topic of the last podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So this conversation kind of extended until last week as well, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like we talked about it in our group chat. Mm-hmm. Um. They had a clubhouse. We talked about it on there. And now. Oh, now that shit was funny. <laughs> so it's like, I wasn't like upset with Gavin. We just agreed to disagree. Everybody has their differences. But now it's just like, okay, can we stop talking about it now? I think that's where the point where I'm just like, okay, we got differences. Unless we're going to come up with a solution, like somebody posted. It was funny, though. Ain't nothing else was On clubhouse. <laughs> this chick. Got in here. Let me tell you. So, shout out to the Black Fly on the Wall podcast. Yeah. There was a chick on there. They had a clubhouse and it was a bunch of people. And they were, I like how they was doing things. They was like filtering people in and out. So, as soon as you said something, they kicked you down. It's like, whatever. And uh, there was a chick. So, the guy, the moderator, um, asked somebody to speak. And when I was speaking, some girl got in there. And I, honestly, I'm going to be fair. I thought Shorty was a bot, and I don't know how you could be a bot, but I thought she was trolling. Let me put it like that. Because she was like, oh, my gosh, 42K? You can't even do nothing with that. You can't even you can't even pay your car note. You can't. No, you can't. And I'm listening like, oh. and here they go. Uh, hold on, ma'am. Gavin, you're up next. Hold on. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, 40. You can't do nothing. They you kicked can't. her out, basically. And then they kicked her out. And I was pissed. I was pissed, bro. It's not yours. They can kick whoever they want out. I know, but I was laughing because everything that all the black women said in there was undone by that one chick. Like, like not not literally, but it was like you have all these women saying it was a couple women who was like, "Yo, it's not, it's not, it doesn't work for me because where I'm at in life." There were some women, and there was some women, and that was that. fine. And That's I think true. everybody who's in there was like, "We get it, like we understand, cool," mm-hmm. but. When everybody's making sense and you just have somebody, oh my gosh, you can, bitch, you, you, nobody is paying a $42,000 a year car note. I think it's though, like. And her voice. And her voice. And then oh I, she was gosh. trying to get her point across, but oh my I, don't, gosh. I don't know. It was a lot going on. Hi. Okay. I, oh. and here go my dumb ass going next. I started listing all the shit I was able to accomplish when I was making freaking 32 grand at the, he did. I was about to say. And then I once he I got made di- himself way above average, just FYI. Yeah, and I will let me tell y'all something. There was a point in my life where I was making sixteen hundred sixteen dollars an hour. Sixteen hundred dollars a Which, year? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was making sixteen forty seven. And I remember I was able to accomplish a lot off of that, but it was a manager of money. Which we had that conversation. And then I was just laughing at this girl because I'm like, if you would have been around me, you would have thought I had the bag. Nigga was broke, but whatever, man. It was. I, think I was making that about six years ago. Yeah, I was making that, and then you know what was funny was, so I get a house while I'm making this wage, and so <laughs> I go to my boss, my the the my boss boss, and so I'm sitting with him, and I said, hey, you know, um, is there any way for me to get a raise? Because I'm not getting a raise. Like nobody's offered me one. That's one thing about your jobs. People need to understand. 
your job will not give you a raise if you basically most jobs won't give you a raise unless you pretty much ask them where is the raise right mm -hmm. they see you content with the money you're making they are not trying to walk to you and say unless you work at one of the jobs where it's like an automatic thing and it's like we have that moment but my job when i worked there never sat me down and said hey um we're thinking about increasing your rates, your hourly wage by whatever. So I'm making sixteen forty seven or whatever shit, whatever the hell it was. And so while I'm there, I'm telling my boss, I just bought a house. I need some money. So to put it in perspective, my check was like eight forty seven after taxes and four hundred one k coming out or whatever. And then so I have no money after two weeks. I have zero. And so I'm sitting here. And he goes, I said, you know, I just bought a house. I need this. You know, I'm lying. I got a car note. I didn't have no car note, but it's a good lie. And I'm like, you know, my apartment. He goes, you can't ask your parents. And I looked at him. And I only thing I remember, shout out to my boss. I can't say her name because she would flip. She <laughs> could have fell through the floor when she heard him say that. Because she knew she worked with me every day. And while she's she's not trying to give me a raise either. You know what I'm saying? For her, it was like, why would you say that out your mouth to a grown-ass man? Can you not just talk to your parents? And in my boss... You know where his money comes from. <laughs> my boss, she was as fair-skinned as me. She was a blonde as well. And I felt the, the color of her skin. It went to the ceiling. She could have literally fell out. And I just remember, I was like, oh. But I repeated that man. He's no longer with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all good. Well, um, we got an interesting topic today. I need to start the cameras over. You gonna stall? Or you gonna go change the start the cameras over? Okay. All right, cool. So we got an interesting topic. <laughs> this topic actually is uh inspired by. Inspired. It's not. It is inspired by um. Ricklin, to be fair, um. So I am talking. So to put it in perspective, I'm I'm doing some work and I see that Ricklin is having a, a Facebook live or Instagram live, excuse me. And so I click in. And so Ricklin's doing something that I encourage photographers never to do. <laughs> um, which is he's educating his clients on his Instagram story. Child. Instagram that, live. That boy seemed to always be going against the grain. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Ricklin decided to go against the grain. <laughs> And I always, I can't stand, this has nothing to do with Rickland this part, but I can't stand when I see a business address their um, clients via social media, like whether it's a status, whether it's a, especially live status, because it gets lost. So whatever you educate them on today, they will need it tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it Most things, most educational things should be best for your website. It may be best for your um uh, email that's why it's important to have everybody's email things of that nature so now we're going back to Ricklin. Ricklin is doing something that i discourage i encourage photographers not to do let's put it like that but i don't have a problem with what he's doing because i got something out of it i got this topic and we're Rick, <laughs> <laughs> while Ricklin is educating his photographers i mean his clients um he started to talk about what he does and does not do as a photographer on a session and so it brings us to this. He's saying things he don't do. What? Let me ask you this. What do you feel like photographers should do take, when you book them? Take my picture. Okay. What else? <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, shit. what the heck? He shot me. Yeah. 
What else, what do you um, feel like they they should do that? Absolutely take your pictures. I feel like there should just be clear communication between the two of us as far as expectations and um everything for the for the whole shoot. Whether that comes down to settings or or locations, like just communication is number one. Okay. If we have that then Everything else should be clear as far as what it is that we're doing. Okay. If that makes sense. It does make sense. So communication, good business, it seems like. Um, reason why I asked you that, because he had a list of things that he don't do. And none of the things he said he don't do, I agree with all of them. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, it's not my job to have the props for you when you get there. Um, some people book you and they expect you to have certain props. And you might be the first shoot I've ever done. Like you shouldn't come to your shoot. Um, let me let me put it like this. You, you got new glasses? No, these are my same ones. Shut <laughs> <Sorry>. up. <laughs> uh, I hate niggas. Um, you shouldn't come to my shoot and expect for me to have number balloons for you. For instance, I hate them things, but you shouldn't expect that. Um, I've had people hit me up and oh, what maternity dresses do you have? Um, now it is some photographers that offer that. It's always an upgrade. Some just have some laying around, whatever. Um, I don't do that. It's COVID. It sounds like some clients think that they are in like a, like an actual model setting where like some company, like, like for a magazine or something, right? Okay. Like they bring the clothes, they bring mm -hmm. everything. And I some feel like some, it sounds like some clients that you guys have, have that mindset. Like they are on this top notch status where you supposed to supply everything. Yeah, some people think, think that's how it works. absolutely. Some people think like, all right. So a lot of people have champagne aspiration, dreams, wishes. Andre, <laughs> they got on. They got Andre money, but they really want the crystal, the ace of space. It's nasty though, so I, I'm gonna stick with Andre. That shit is nasty. I've had ace of space. Not. It. <laughs> I heard it was nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I knew. I, I felt that I set myself up to say it. You shot you. Um, I've had Ace of Spades was not impressed. I've had Andres. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I take the Andres. Um, anyway, anyway, we but got distracted. We did, but sometimes people come to you and they expect certain things for a shoot, and sometimes you be looking at them like, "Yo, who do you think I I'm a photographer? <laughs> I'm not the costume designer. I am not the makeup person. I am." You know what I'm saying? It's it's and so I guess today we're kind of talking about what is your responsibility to the client as a photographer because that is super super important to do. Me first first thing off the gate, your client should be able to expect from you a a your photos in the manner that y'all discuss. Mm -hmm. Um they should expect you to take the pictures. They should expect you, you know, certain things, certain good business practices. We don't even have to go deep into that. But, you know, showing up on time, uh, securing the location, um, open communication, knowing when they're going to get their photos, what you're going to do, what type of editing you provide. Um, now I'm getting deep into it. So good business practice. Right. right. Um, they should be able to expect that when you get there, you're professional. Um, so outside of that. Facts. You. I don't believe in letting my clients pick their location. They can suggest somewhere. And if they are really dead set on it, we'll do it. But I also believe in researching where they tell me to go because certain things suck. 
I hate shooting in, we in Charlotte, North Carolina, I hate shooting in Freedom Park. For those who do not know, Freedom Park is a 100-acre park. I think it's 100 acres. Uh, it's in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's the most popular park in Charlotte. I was going to say, it's still a bunch of people be there all the time. It's always. The, the trees is ugly. The trails is ugly. Um, the park is the ugliest park I've ever been to in my life. Like, and I don't have a problem with freedom. It's okay, I w- Charlotte. He didn't, he didn't mean that. I don't, I'm not impressed by freedom at all. <laughs> like, I never have been. I never will be. Um, it's, it's just trash. Sorry. But people love, if you leave it up to every client, every client would be like, can we go to Freedom? Because people want parks and they don't understand it's five other parks in Charlotte. That's 10 times better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I never shoot at Romare Bearden Park. Um, it's too, honestly, it's too many homeless people. Mm. And they harass you. And it's just, and then the sun gets hidden behind buildings and you can't see, you know. But all you other photographers that shoot there, continue. <laughs> Stay out of where I'm at. Um, So picking that location. Um, so having that communication that um, also recommendations to make your shoot better. Your client should expect that from you. So, for instance, you come to me, you say, hey, I need a makeup artist. I should be able to suggest some people to you. True. Um, doesn't mean. And let me tell you this. People mess up because they give uh, they give their client like this is who you should use. No, I don't do that. I say, hey, here's some suggestions. And I let people choose because as a woman, you know what type of makeup you like more than what I think looks good. I've I've sent you people. You've been like, oh, I don't like their style. You chose somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And nothing's wrong with that. It's just the style of makeup or how Key wants her face to look. I hope y'all also tell them with these makeup artists, their professional side, too, because some of them just not have any good business practices. We need a shade button. No shade, but a lot of shade. Absolutely. Like some people, sometimes you have to warn people like, hey, if you book this person, you need to expect this. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. told people about certain photographers when they didn't want to book me or they want to, you know, photographers ask me about other photographers. I'm like, yo, I don't get go into details. I'm like, yo, just watch out for this. Make sure you keep this in mind with this person. And it ain't to be shady or rude. It's just like, hey, if you can deal with that, this might be beneficial for you. Um, so then we come to the flip side of this whole thing. What is the responsibility of a client when they freaking book you? Well, I feel like clients need to ask questions if they are unsure about something. Absolutely. As far as, Ooh. I'm not clapping. It's okay. Um, if they are unsure about something that maybe y'all communicated about and it's not clear, ask questions. Ask questions about locations, about um, suggestions as far as colors or or outfits or whatever mm-hmm. what's appropriate what's not appropriate like ask lots of questions because you the more can't, questions the better yeah because you can't just accept you can't just assume i don't know where i was going with that you can't just assume that like you said like a photographer is gonna have all these props for you you don't know if that's already there in the studio mm-hmm. like you don't know if these things are available so you need to ask lots and lots of questions also i believe firmly in um respect your photographer's time yeah, be on time. Nothing is worse than all right, every client over they overplan, they over um they go past what what we discuss. I could tell you, hey, you got a two outfit, but most of the time you might bring three just because you might be unsure, right? And so sometimes we might can do three, but if you show up 30 minutes, 45 minutes late, then we can't do three. We can't right. do nothing extra. Yeah. Um a lot of times 
if a photographer says, hey, I got the studio from this time to this time, sometimes that includes breaking down. Now, that's not your responsibility. However, your photographer might already have it in their mind. I only need 15 minutes to set up. I only need 15 minutes to break down. They won't know. I'm just going to shoot them for these times. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then the rest I could spend breaking down. Um, so absolutely. Communication. Ask the most questions you want. Secondly, um, if you're going to bring people, let them know. If you're bringing certain props, let them know. I've had a client one time who brung a throne chair to a, a session. Um, the session was over. The throne chair was there. She thought she was going to leave it where it was. And I was like, no, this ain't my sp- this ain't that type of party. So they had to get that throne chair the hell up out of there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people bring confetti to shoots and they have no intentions of cleaning that shit up when it hits the floor. Sorry, Josh. Um, that can't happen. You know what I'm saying? So, and I said, sorry, Josh, cause I'm keep cousin, but, <laughs> um, so it's certain things you need to ask your photographer because also as a client, it is your responsibility to select the right photographer. I know that sounds messed up. You cannot select a person who edits a certain way and expect them to flip and edit another way. Even, and you've never seen them edit. Um, it is your responsibility to select the right photographer. Um, this is somebody, this is my first wedding and you booking me, I give you a wedding price and you just think I'm going to kill it. No, you didn't get nobody experienced. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes people will take your money to prove a point. They'll take your money, just try some stuff out to get better. So I definitely think there's certain um, responsibility of clients. Y'all let us know in the comments, wherever you listen to this from, if you're on Anchor, then you really don't care or you're on Spotify, all that jazz Apple Music. Hey, if you on Apple, do me a favor, rate this podcast five stars, please. I really, really, really would appreciate it. Are right, you ready for these questions that need to be answered? This is the part of the podcast where you can at ask a question, Kia answer, Kia. I'll ask and Gavin will answer. He off. Take it away, Kia. That's what happened when he skip out a week or two. Ooh, absolutely. Uh, we have a question from Ron. Um, Ron, <laughs> do I really need a full frame camera? What's the difference? What does that mean? Um, a full frame camera. I do think it's funny when we do these things and you be asking yeah. questions because you really don't, don't be know. <laughs> um, a full frame camera. So when you look through a camera, right? Um, certain <laughs> cameras are, and then she gonna be mad when that is her thumbnail. <laughs> so when you look through your camera, they are there. Um, it's certain things you see when you look through the camera. Mm-hmm. When I snap it, a crop camera will crop that picture. Uh-huh. So a uh, full frame camera, what I see is what I'm going to get. So sometimes you have to plan for a crop camera. So my first camera was a crop camera. My new cameras now are full frame. So whatever you full see. Full frame. I am a full frame camera too. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. So uh, <laughs> back to Ron. Ron, do you really need a full frame camera? Um, No, it's best that you get one soon quick now yesterday <laughs> so that means yes so yes, he does if, need one. if you starting off in photography you can't afford a full frame camera unless you just got money mm-hmm. they're not cheap you know what i'm saying they're getting cheaper but they're not cheap so i'm not going to tell the guy who wants to take pictures of his kid in the backyard to go spend 1800 on a camera body only just so he can have a full frame camera um i might tell him yo take your 400 and go get you a starter camera that's not full frame or you know so do you need one? Yes. If you want to take photography seriously, and it's not just so you can see what's going through. Honestly, 
it's just a better type of camera. The specs are always better. Uh, the pictures are always larger. Um, it's just a beautiful camera, and they do so much more than a regular starter, you know, non-full-frame camera. And let me tell y'all photographers this. Stop trying to make videos and little things talking about some. Oh, do you really need a full frame? Get you a crop. Yo, y'all full of it because all y'all have full frame cameras trying to convince these people to click your Amazon link so they can purchase a $400 camera. But whatever. Next. <laughs> how says, how often do you second guess your shots? Is there a way to get over that? Or how mm. can you get over it? How often do I second guess my shots? Um, probably 30% of the time. I guess like mid shoot, maybe like 30% of the time, but I always look and say, yo, um, is this the one? Is this, you know, and I take a few more and I feel like, all right, that's one. Nothing's worse. I heard Josh said this, uh, shout out to the creative gent. He said it one time on the pod. He was like, it only takes one click to get the shot for me. And that's beautiful that he says that. And that is absolutely true. But sometimes you could take a picture and you don't know if you have it because you might can find something better in there. Today, I was shooting a girl, and I had my big umbrella. I had it diffused, and we was getting a shot. She's loving it, and then I told her, I said, give me a second. I took the diffuser off, and I just hit her with the reflector, and I showed her the picture, and she was wild. She was just like, get the hell out of here. She loved her shot, so it was something that I was second-guessing because I'm like, oh, I like this. I tried something else, and it was even more bomb, so while I had the shot, I got a better shot. Um, How to get over that? Just you don't. If you second-guessing, then you're trying to get better. That's mm -hmm. one thing. Um, so keep trying to get better. Keep learning. Keep paying attention. Um, and keep checking your work. And then when you're done, when you're just exhausted, just stop. Whatever. Keep it moving. Last one. All right. We got Jared. If y'all won the lottery, what would you do? Mm, what would you do? Depends on how much it is. Mm, let's pick a number. You going to give a number? Mm. Don't get the cliche a million dollars. No, no, no. Let's say like, let's say it's, it's, 500 million 500 million yeah we got the powerball 500 million absolutely do you want me to go lower oh i'm quitting my job if it's 500 uh, million well, i mean i'm quitting my job well you're an entrepreneur so yeah i would have been quit well i did i was fired but go ahead anyway. all right so what you want what you want 30 million you want 100 million I thought you 100 was, million i thought we was gonna be realistic and be like well somebody went in the powerball i mean i understand that but there's lotteries for like eight hundred thousand too nah fuck that that ain't nothing you can't quit your job off that no i wouldn't that's why i asked what how much i would I would not quit my job off of eight hundred thousand. Um, yeah, you would. You think so? Mm -hmm. I do a lot of investing, buy me a house. I don't know. I probably could last a little couple years. Yeah, you can last. You make sure you're doing the right thing. Yeah. But, or yeah, but go ahead. So say it's five hundred million. Oh, I'm definitely quitting my job. Okay. <laughs> um. Good to know. Debt gone. Debt. I think I always say it wrong. Debt. Am what? I saying it right? All my debt, I'll be debt free. Oh, debt. Okay. See, I, I hope so. Bro, if you're not debt free and you got 500 million. I'm just, they asked what I would do. I'm just okay. saying. Some people don't know how to manage their money and have priorities together. So, shout out to key. everybody making over 42. Because <laughs> clearly. Anyway, um, <laughs> I would pay off. I'll be debt free. Okay. Um, I'll buy any house I want because, you know. Anywhere you're going to move to or you're going to stay in Charlotte or you don't know? I might buy a house in a whole bunch of states. You never know. Okay. Um, I might give my. I'm definitely giving my family some money. Definitely giving my friends some money. I don't know. It depends if they nice to me or not <laughs> that day. But you never know. Mm. Um. And then I would travel a lot. I would literally travel 
probably somewhere every two weeks. That's it. What else am I supposed to do? I'm, I'll probably invest some money. But if I got 500 million, <laughs> I am the investment. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> um, and let's say I won 500 million. Um, I'm buying me. First of all, for me, let's say I got 500. All right, cool. I'm calling up my friends and I'm telling them, I'm giving them all at least like 10. I take that. Now, I don't have a. a oh, never mind, because that's going to be a lot. Never mind. Y'all niggas can't get 10. Nick, how many friends are you, quote unquote, giving the money to? Because uh, everybody I ain't your call up. That's true. I probably call up. He gonna call up his boys in his group chat. Okay, my group chat. <laughs> and sorry, Brittany, you and Darnell get the same chat. Y'all gotta split. Y'all oh, gotta bust that in half. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany and Neil gotta bust that down. Oh, that's jacked up, bro. Mike and Ez, even though y'all are brothers, y'all gotta bust down y'all's. But I, I give Ez more. So this is what I happen. I get five hundred mil. Everybody's playing a role. Ez is officially my money person. He's he's running that. Um, I'm giving at least a quarter to my dad, um, and I'm telling him no family is allowed to contact me again. <laughs> so, all right, I lost a hundred. So let's say if I if I get five hundred, I'm probably gonna walk home with like three, maybe. It might be a little bit less. So let's say I only have three I can spend. I'm giving um, probably a fourth of that to my dad. Say tell family don't hit me up. They not don't. I, I never want to hear from nobody ever again to say. How much money can I, I need, I need this. I don't want to talk to no. Oh, for that. I was like, dang, you just don't want to hear from your family. Mm -mm, no like I don't, yeah, I don't want to hear from people. Cause I know what you're going to hit me with. <sighs> Mia Moore. Go talk to, go talk to, go my talk dad. to Red. He got it. For he you. got you. Cause he'd be, he'd be spinning it out. Cool. Then I'm calling up my friends. Um, you know, I don't want to call out some people cause I'm gonna forget some people, but Darnell and Brittany, they got to bust down theirs. Um, Ez is going to be running the rest of my money. I probably gave Ez and Mike like equal shares. Now I'm thinking about it because they've done so much for me. Um, you getting some. Now I'm naming out people and I don't want to be naming out people. Uh, my group is getting it. I know my your top 10. 10. Okay. So let's say them top 10. Yeah. They getting this. They getting probably about between 5 to 10. I don't know That's how much good I enough, Um, 5 million is a lot of money. Absolutely. Y'all can do what you want to. Quit your jobs. Um, I am making Darnell quit his job. I'm making True quit his job. And everybody else got to quit their job, but they got to go on a road with me. Where the hell is niggas going? Are oh, we going on tour? <laughs> like I'm making people literally. I've told all my boys this. They know. I'm like, yo, if I hit this, y'all are officially like, I will pay you not to work. You can't work no more. And you got to travel. We are traveling. And so this is what happens. I'm going to open up a center. It's going to be a photography and basketball center. Let me let y'all know this right now. Because when I hit it, y'all going to know. Oh, my gosh. So, we got that. Um, I'm getting me a house. Oh, I'm giving. Shit. Now, I got to redefine everything. A quarter. Uh, uh, probably another quarter. Um, not even a quarter. Probably like a fifth or sixth is going to Rena family. They can't talk to me us no more. <laughs> they can't. No more. And we're, we're not giving it to her mom. I probably give it to. Probably to Gabriel. I was going to say him too for some reason. Yeah, I let him deal with that. I'm not giving it to Macho. I'm not giving it to Clarissa. Clarissa going to run off with the bag. Y'all never see her again. <laughs> Macho and his mom are too nice. So they not, they, they'll be giving out stuff and becoming, like her mom yeah, will come back. Be like, okay, baby, I got you. <laughs> yeah, Jackie be coming back to me asking me for it. So, so sorry, mom, you can't get I give it to Gabriel. I let him do his thing. So after that, so we got all this money left. I'm opening up my center. I'm getting a house in Cali, Vegas. Uh, put get Rena apartment in New York. 
Me, I probably got some in, in Brazil, Cancun, probably Cancun, Brazil. They, 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 they kill you down there. Um, you gonna get a house in Vegas. He likes to go absolutely. There too. I love Vegas. Yeah, Cali and Vegas, like Cali and Vegas, off rip. Um, some for Rena in New York. Um, something for me in Charlotte because I love Charlotte, and that's it. And I'm going off the grid. I'm changing my number. Only, only ten people will have my number after that. I'm not naming y'all the ten. But only 10 people literally would have my number. Gavin has thought about this. Absolutely. He literally just had a plan. Me, mine's just random because I really don't know. Bro, niggas would not have my number no more. I'm going to make sure. It's only 10. My dad had have my number. My mom, my dad, and my sister. Um, my sister is going to be gone out this world. Just give y'all a heads up. Um, Rena had my number clearly because we'd be married. Um, so that's what, six? Four other people that have S. <laughs> Nail. Look at you. You still naming people. You say you wasn't naming. No, person. these are the people who will have my number. S. Nail. Tequila. One other person. I don't even know. You have my number because we have to do this pod. <laughs> so yeah. you're still gonna do the podcast? Oh yeah. Absolutely. This shit will be ratchet as fuck. It's already ratchet as fuck. Sorry, Josh. Gavin has really thought about this. Yeah, I will have. Um, I mean, if y'all want to know what cars I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have me my Tesla. I'm gonna have my Lamborghini. You gonna be gone, so no matter. Yeah, but I'll you can't go too far if you still want to do this podcast. Be underground. They won't find us, but we'd be good. The podcast be good. You'll have my number. Or we might just email like we've been doing. Um. So yeah. So anyway, thank you for the questions. If you want to, if you ever want to submit your questions, email it to us. Um. DM it to us and we'll answer it on air. So before we go, um We go, where we going? To the next subject. Uh well to the to the new shit. We have a topic. Um congratulations to I might yeah. The BOB Wars, the Bible Wars came out for Charlotte. Um for those who do not know, the Bible Wars is a Charlotte um how do we do this? It's the best of Charlotte, pretty much. Um uh, they they do awards every year. I've actually attended their award show one time, um, which was funny. For it's for Charlotte Magazine. Let me tell you why this is funny. the The photographer that did my proposal pictures that took me eight weeks to get back. Yeah, almost almost nine weeks to get back. Um, I was harassing her that day, and I said, "Yo, where are my pictures at?" She sent me my pictures. And I got them. I looked at them. I said, cool, whatever, whatever. And then I ran into Shorty at the Bob Awards, so, which is super funny. Um, but anyway, Charlotte Magazine every year does a, a award show, and they give it out to just certain awards. And this year, they did their photographer award again. And shout out to everybody that sent the winners to me. It's like, <laughs> what you think? I can never lose. What you thought? What? It, it was funny I'm looking at these awards And I go Here we go again And I feel like If I get a black award show Some smoke Which is justified Because like I've told The other black publications Hey We we expect to get recognition And win with y'all But y'all can't get that right Um, I gotta I gotta I gotta get these guys I gotta I gotta And I'm looking at Charlotte Magazine And I'm looking at y'all awards first of all we can't really it took me a minute to find y'all past winners um as far as um it took me a minute to find y'all past winners for photographers or it seemed like they don't do photographers every year which was interesting to me then it hit me i'm looking at it and i'm looking at the photographer and the runner-up this year and unimpressed to say the least 
unimpressed, unseasoned. Why are you unimpressed, Gavin? Um, I felt like the photographers, no, no, sh- no shade. No, I mean, this is gonna come off all messed up. I just wasn't impressed. Let me just leave it at that. And I'm not gonna say who I wasn't impressed with. Um, the photographers are highly decorated. I will say that. Um, but for me, it's just like, I just wasn't impressed because I'm looking at the photographer and I'm like, they shoot one genre, which I don't have a big enough problem with that because what, that's not a huge problem for me because maybe you're skilled. If you're skilled in your genre, you shouldn't, that shouldn't stop you from winning. Yeah. Um, I think of it back to music just because, you know, um, just because you do hip hop doesn't mean you shouldn't win album of the year. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so, but when I looked at it, I was just like not impressed. I know 20 other photographers that shoot that style that's better in Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I'm not even talking about this year. Cause let me tell you what I did. I went back and found their past ones. Didn't see, I didn't, uh, I went all the way back to 2017. Didn't see nobody runner up, whatever. That was a person of color. Um, so that was, and it's not even a red flag for me because it lets me know what y'all, what y'all about. And not them, but other award shows. Yeah. And we already know what y'all about. Most people do not understand to win most publications awards like this, you have to pay to play somehow. Whether it's donating your time, your skills, or buying ads. Um, am I here to say that these photographers bought ad space? Absolutely not. I just find it interesting that, hey, it ain't no photographers of color in this. Um and it was interesting. I'm looking at it and I'm seeing people, they only shoot one style. Uh, it's not too many people of color even on their profile. So it ain't like they're giving you a variety in the clients that they shoot. And then you telling me that I got to go back years and I got to search and Google search and find other photographers and it ain't nobody black or brown in there. And I saw I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, how are they winning? And so people sit, literally, I got this shit to me um, and was like, yo. You see this? And I'm like, yeah, what you think about it? And it was like, well, I never thought I'd win anyway. And then it brings me to this. Sometimes, to the Bible Wars, to them, they have, how do you, let me ask you this. How do you feel about Voters' Choice Awards or Voters' Awards, where the voters get to pick who wins an award? Um, well, you already know how I feel about war shows anyway. Oh, refresh us. You hate them. I hate them. <laughs> Whether the voter chooses, but why don't you? Why don't you the like other people choose? Because they all bias. Is that the best terminology to use? True. They just it's it's politics. Yeah, like it's politics in these award shows, and I don't think people know. Yeah, I don't like them. And it, if we want to speak about the Charlotte Awards, it's politics in those because um, I've worked places where we were told what we needed to do. And basically, it was a wink, wink of what you're going to do to win. You got to do this to win. You know what I'm saying? You got to kiss this person in the mouth. You need to offer this person free shoes. They're going to have this event. You need to offer your service. (laughs) You know, it was pretty much like, yo, this is what it's going to take to win. And so when I'm looking at these award shows, I'm uh, these awards. And I'm not talking about the Bob Awards um, directly. I'm talking about other places, even in Charlotte. And I was like, well, we know what it's going to take to win. Am I sure? Fuck that. No, it's not. Sorry. It's a little Carlito shirt, so you never know. I can't wear this out after this. But 
you know, so going back to this, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, here we go again. Another unseasoned person winning an <laughs> award show. And I want to know what's the criteria because you can skate when you say, hey, it's a voter's choice. You just need to get your friends and family to come and vote for you. No, I'm not helping your website with clicks. No, I'm not helping your website so you can go charge advertisers 10 times more by getting everybody in my damn family to come on there and vote for you and my friends. And no, you know. You you need the most popular person to win your awards. Why? Because that means that they came in there and voted and they sent all of their followers and friends and family to your page and it helps you out. No, we done with that shit. My thing is always in what happened for you to say this person deserved to win. Is it voters? No. It's the reason why the NBA got they killed, you know, the whole idea of like, hey, we're going to have an all star game. We're going to let the fans determine 40 percent of the vote. No, you get BS in. You know, it waters down your brand. So now I'm looking at it and I'm saying, what is the criteria for y'all to win? And Charlotte Fashion Week, I am watching y'all ass. I'm going to give y'all the heads up now. I know y'all don't care and I actually support it and I think it'll be dope. I already think I know who's going to win. And But I'm looking at the Bob Awards like, how do y'all pick y'all photographers? I don't care about the makeup artist. Shout out to um, Jillian. You know what I'm saying? She's the homie. Great makeup artist. Hair on point. She's a beautiful soul. Um, So... I don't care about who got the best donuts in Charlotte. I don't care about who got the best wine selection. Um, shut up. I'm trying to be serious. I'm trying to make a point. Um, I don't care who got the best, you know, um, restaurant for you to go to with the rooftop bar. I understand those things. I'm not in those industries, so it does not matter to me. Um, I'm talking about photographer. And I will say this just like I told um, the Q Queen City Awards. Just like I will be telling the Charlotte Fashion Week Awards, which I think they already got it on. I like we talked about them. I like what they're doing. Um, I would tell them if y'all need help with creating a criteria to select photographers, let me know. I have no problem with helping. You know what they need to do? They just need to have photographers or whoever they select. Right. Mm -hmm. They need to find some high class photographer have the nominees send in their portfolios and then have this photographer be the judge. Absolutely. Because these people that's probably judging it is probably not photographers at all. Absolutely not. And then it's like if you do do the voter's choice, it's like it's like you said, it's going to be based off of popularity and not off of skill. So. Absolutely. Let, I me, would, let me be the judge. There you go. We can get Key to do it. I don't know, man. I was just um, I was just highly disappointed. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. And I was just like, man. Y'all got to do better on this. Um, you ready to get to some real shit? I am the real shit. Shut up. <clears throat> Hold on, man. Let me let me let y'all know what type of time. Smile. What? What is wrong with you? You got to smile. What are you over there doing? Checking my tie That is inappropriate. Gavin has his ring on today. Is this his? Hand class for me. This ain't the song I want to play. Damn, where's that? Oh, we'll, we'll just play this. Take keep this too hard. Oh, this might be the song I was looking for. Take keep, fuck these niggas up. Take keep, fuck these niggas up. 
They beat a body, he fresh out the cage. I'm still a same nigga from minimum wage. They tryna keep up, so they stalking my page. Hey, they tryna get saved. They line up for me like they cop in the J. I told her, get right, start acting your age. Can't believe you tried it, bitch, you played. Wanted a diamond choke as soon as her time was over. Bitch, you played. She wanna ride the rover. Told her her Uber was closer. Your Uber is closer. She tried to show out in public. I cut the bitch out like it's nothing. Bitch, you played. She must have thought I was stupid. I knew she was fucking my cousin. Oh, I don't got a code. Um. You ever had a dude smash your cousin? Wait, wait, what? Some shots flip the car, that's a car wreck. I really don't need to be speaking on it. But fuck it, you know how I be when I get what? high off the motherfucking medicals. Up there, get in the booth and go federal. federal. They copy my style. Um, the hell did you just ask I just had me? to ask a random question to turn this pod up. Hey, um, sorry for everybody that came here not for photography. This is the part of the podcast where you like to click in. Um, Life is interesting, man, Um, how we're about to do this. This pod is growing. We do have some surprises coming in the next two, three weeks. We cannot tell. Oh, yeah. A couple of you niggas already know. Hold on. What you tell So, Lil Baby about to come in. He about to kill the shit. So, I got to let him get off. You ready? Oh, little Baby. Come on, Lil Baby. She must have thought I was stupid. I knew she was fucking my cousin. Bitch, you played. She out here wide and telling her friends I'm buying a flying a bitch. You shot. This nigga nice. Um, is the bad bitches selling houses? The bad bitches selling houses. Yeah, I. You know what I'm saying? What? First, first of all, first of all, houses is running out. It ain't too many more houses to sell. Some of y'all is hopping into the real estate game. Let me tell and, you something. <laughs> nope, because you made me bleep it, so you can't say nothing. I was about to say. See. The- I'm not bleeping it. Uh, well, I'll... <laughs> what? I was going to say it now, but. You just agreeing with me. Thank you. So the point is this. Y'all is running out. In the... <laughs> too many of y'all are running to get y'all real estate license. And it's too late. Everybody is selling houses. And I don't think the baddies are selling. What you mean the baddies? Like bad looking like girls? No, bad, fine girls. That's fine, what I mean. Fine. Like, yeah, they not really selling the houses. So. <laughs> y'all need to stop. I'm tired of the baddies going to get their real estate license. Y'all fell in the shit three times. Y'all not. And when y'all finally get it, y'all realizing niggas is not coming to y'all to buy a house. They really not. Yeah, because niggas who buy houses are making a wise decision and they going to go to the. They not with thinking the- with their dicks. Excuse go. me. They, Sorry, well, Josh. That's what I was Josh, to Josh, you should click off right now, my brother. That's what I was getting at. So. It's only one porn scene with Julianne where that happens. Don't ask. You should go look up the scene, not the one with her with the orange top. No, it's the white top. no. But the point is, nobody is asking about. You know, there's a whole uh, thing called property sex on Pornhub, and that's like a whole thing where you go to the realtor, she, you know, closes the deal. Niggas is not really looking for that fantasy in real life. All right. Yeah, they looking and for I don't somebody who's going to give them the information. Yeah. Look, <laughs> and I don't think that you realtors are willing to do that. However, I think a lot of y'all think that y'all so fine that y'all just, oh, my gosh, I'm going to sell a home. I've seen a chick today, man. She's bad, too. She's beautiful. And this bitch is online talking about how she didn't fail the test three times and she got to, you know, pray for her. And then I'm looking at her and her test is all out. She's fine. She got the she got the airbrush filter on, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I don't I wanted to DM her so bad. I'm like, yo, sis, nobody's coming to buy a house from you. You gotta give it up. Like, give this shit up. Give it up. 
Sorry, I just need to specify that. Um, here we go again, Key. Here we go. Here, here we, we go, go again. again. Um, it's like, it's like every, every time year. we turn around. It's not even every year. It's like every couple of months. It feels like, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And. Every every few months, we got to come in here, especially being a black podcast, and we got to talk about how um, black men, you know what I'm saying, seem to be, always be the target. Seem to always be the target and always be the punching bag of law enforcement, of white law enforcement, if we want to get very, very, very specific. Thank mm-hmm. you. And so I'm looking here and I'm saying, yo, an army vet is in his car. He gets pulled over. He's in full gear. Like he's in uniform. This is what scares me. You're in gear. Regular niggas do not wear army fatigue just for the fuck of it. Especially from head to toe. Especially head to toe. Like not the padded shit. You remember when niggas used to go to the club and they used to do that and then the club owners was like, no, no more army fatigue in here. You know what I'm saying? People's not running out to go grab army fatigue. Sorry to the whites. We got to let y'all know that. If they in army fatigue, it's because they're in army. And that wasn't even like the fake hot boys, you know, um, army fatigue. That was the legit yeah, he was fatigue. And bro is in his seat. He's trying to talk to the guy. The guy, the one officer is screaming on him. And he said, you want to ride the lightning rail? I don't even know what the hell that means. He's like, do you want to ride the lightning rail? I don't like, know what he was like talking Like the light rail, Charlotte? So we're sitting here and... I'm looking, I'm like, yo, what is going on? Then, you know what bothered me the most about the story? Skip the part where he got maced. Skip the part where he's asking them, because you have a right to ask, what are you pulling me over for? Mm-hmm. Um, what did I do? Am I being arrested? No, you're being detained. But for what? Right. You have a right to ask these questions. Um, what scared me the most, what bothered me the most about the story, this happened months ago, we just not figuring it out. How many stories, because enough, either they're not caught on camera, Either they're not reported, uh, whether, you know, the person is silenced in a certain way. How many of these stories we do not hear? Because every few months we're hearing a story. But how many are we not hearing? That's what scared me the most. Because that's happening right ago. now. Yeah, that's happening right now. And so if you don't know, our army vet was pulled over. Then it's like, okay, we're dealing with that trauma. And then um, Mr. Wright is killed in a traffic stop. By a police officer. Who, who's been on the force for 25 years and couldn't tell the difference between her gun and a taser. And her taser. I, so. Y- y- there's no, You don't even know what to say. We didn't even talk about this in our group. And I think the only reason why we didn't, because it's just like, what, what more do our group need to say to each other? Be safe. Get home. Y'all be careful. To the black men in this group, be safe. Like, it's nothing else to literally say. Um. I think about this and I'm saying my thing is when do we look at these officers? When do we look at the institution and say you're responsible for putting these people on the force? You need to be held responsible as well. Not them. Because let me tell you what happened with with um what is his name? Dante Wright. Mm-hmm. This is happening exactly what George Floyd situation happened while he's on trial, which is mind freaking blowing. Yeah. While his killer is on trial, who, by the way, they are throwing under the bus. That police officer, when I say they, I don't know if y'all keeping up with it, but they selling his ass. They are like, get him out of here. We're going to, you know, the police chief to, you know, he's like, oh, I didn't train him like that. He was never trained to do that. So I don't know why he did that. 
Oh, no. You know what's so funny? Mm-hmm. I, I bet a lot of them weren't trained like this. I bet none of them were. This is all personal. Like, they Absolutely. taking their personal feelings. My boy said it one time, and I agree with the man. He said, who have you ever met? He said, he said nobody chooses to be. Let me quote him correctly. Shout out to Ace. He said, nobody chooses to be a pastor or a police officer as their first job. And I was like, damn. DJ doesn't fit that mode. I think that was his first job. He wanted to be a pastor. But. I mean, you say it when you were a kid, but when you grow up. Yeah, it's like. That shit changes within years when quick. you say that. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and first of all, you first, you know, me, I thought, I was like, oh, I might be a detective one day. And then my dad was like, cool. So you cool with walking out the door every day and, my, you know, just dying. And I was like, excuse me, sir. You what? trying to be part of a special victims unit? Well, you know, then I started watching Law and Order. Yeah. You know, speaking of which came back, we'll get to that in a little Olivia, bit. Olivia, he, he need a job. They need to make me an extra. So you do that. And so I want to know, when do we look at the police force? When do we look at Minneapolis police force and say, yo, who are these people that work for y'all? When do we look at CMPD when we had an issue and say, mm-hmm. who are these people that this is the person you have worked for you? We need to talk to y'all about y'all budget. I know y'all paying out insurance claims when people sue y'all for $100 million and you settle for five. We understand how that goes. But when are y'all going to be held responsible? responsible? And it's just annoying, man. I don't even know what to say. We've said this before. We talked about George Floyd. We talked about Ahmad. We've talked about um, everything. We've been here for a minute. I told you we drained. Like, when we were talking about George Floyd last year, it was like, it's just draining. Like, there's literally nothing else to say, but the same thing we've been saying. And like, it, when are they going to get justice? Like, real justice. Like, when is things going to change? Because. Absolutely. And then the people I follow, they're not even talking about it because I think I got rid of all the racist people on my time. And then it's like, you tell people to follow certain standards saying, do this when this happens and people can still follow those standards and shit still happens to them. Absolutely. You can still comply and they still have in their head that you are who they think you are. Yeah. You're and not threat. who you actually are. So it's just like, it's like a, a lose lose for us. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm scared to have a kid, especially a son. Yeah, me too. Um, I guess for me, I look at it and I said, uh, my nephew told me a couple days ago, he told me how he's scared of police officers. He said white police officers be exact exact but and i looked and asked him why he was like every time i see him on tv they doing something bad that was his thing i was like well, shit and i know there's gonna be a day where like you know my dad never talked to me about what i'm supposed to do with a police officer i think i figured that out very very early in life when um junior year in high school we're leaving um an event and we go to wendy's which is, I'm so everybody knows, I live in Huntersville, it's super white, and I'm leaving an event um, at 9 o'clock, nine, 10 o'clock, excuse me, and my cousin, I have my cousin with me, I have my aunt with me, all of us are the same age, I know, um, <laughs> so my aunt is, if I'm, seven, if I'm 17, my aunt is 18, my cousin, no, if I'm 17, my cousin is 18, my aunt is 19, so we're all in a car, we go to Wendy's, and we go home, and my house from Wendy's is 5 minutes and only thing i can remember was we so we're leaving we're going home we get pulled over the cop is across the street from when we leave wendy's follow us we get halfway home they throw on a lights they pull us over and they ask everybody for their id my aunt doesn't have one my cousin has an expired id not a driver's license because neither one of them drives 
They haven't expired. And then I have a provisional license where I can't, I'm not allowed to drive at the nine, but that expires after six months. It's past the six months. So only thing I technically have to do is go to the DMV, give them that license. They will hand me, they will print me out one without that sticker on it. That's all they have to do. Um, and I remember the lady was like, she wanted to look through the car and I'm like, when I leave, do that. when I leave, well, excuse me. So she comes, she said, I need everybody's ID. My aunt goes, I don't have one. She said, I need your full name and birthday. My aunt was like, for what? Right. And then she's going grilling her. My aunt gives her something. She's like, I don't see your you in the system. My aunt was like, what are you, what is going on with you? My cousin gave her, she was like, you got an expired ID. He was like, I never need an ID. He's like, I'm 18. The ID I is not required, with, especially if you're not driving. Look, like, and so she writes me a ticket for having a thing. And then I go, can I ask you why you pulled us over? She was like, y'all look too young to be out on the road. And I just looked and I'm like, and then only thing I remember, we get home, I tell my parents and my dad just shakes his head. He lowers his head. And then I have to go. Let me tell you all how this ends. I go, I call my grandmother who's, who lives in Florida, who lives in deep Florida. And I tell her what happened. And she said, white cops been doing this for years. And I've never heard my grandma say anything negative about anybody, but for her, she's, she's my safe grandma. So and yes sister and i just remember hearing her saying that and i was like what and then the next time i go to florida and i tell the story all the time you know when i graduated high school i went down to um florida spend time with my grandparents and i just remember my granddad telling me he hopes it's not kkk flyers on his door when we get to one of his homes and i was like what does that mean he's like oh they do recruiting down here in tallahassee and i remember being mind blown and I, so Mind and mind you, my dad never had. I think my dad made it ask me one time, like, "Yo, what do you do?" And I tell him this. And before we go to the to South Carolina, you know, I remember uh, the last time we got pulled over. I got pulled over. Um, a tail light is out, and the police walked up to the car with his hand on his gun. He was young. He looked so. He was young. He was shaking. And bro walked to the car. He backed up back to his car he checked everything he let us go and he looked nervous and was so sad him and another officer get out the car and the older officer was looking at him like calm down he looked so freaking nervous and then my sister was like yo he was shaking and you know i got my nephew in the car i got my wife in the car yeah it's like yo you don't do this job if you're if you scared don't 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 be a police officer quit the job quit the damn job shout out to south carolina man hand claps for y'all Wait, did your ticket get dropped? Oh, so today in my court appearance, it snows in Charlotte. You lived in Charlotte enough. What happens when it closed? I mean, excuse me. Well, shit. I already said it. Well, I was going to say, you get a little sheet of ice and everything shut down. (laughs) So I get all the way uptown because they don't say, mind y'all, I'm 16, 17. So they don't say nothing on the court. I get all the way downtown just for them, um, the courthouse to announce that they're closed for the day. And nothing ever comes up to the ticket. They never sent me a rescheduled date. No, nothing. That ticket was just thrown out. It just Yeah, they probably threw out all them tickets that day. Yeah, I was like, look at God. Cool. Look at God. And I just, and then I get in a car accident on the way home. Oh. Yeah. Got in a car accident on the way home. I was 17. I didn't know how to drive in snow, but I didn't, I was scared. It's my first time. I'm thinking I'm about to be up there, you know, on the stand. You thought they was about to take you to jail. Locked up, won't Shout out to South Carolina, um, an army guy. Here we go. Here we go again. It's, it's almost like a Trayvon Martin almost. Absolutely. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Harassing this young black boy in the neighborhood. And the young black boy pretty much hits him with the like, bro, 
I live here. I've lived here longer than you. These they longer than they start building these houses. <laughs> bruh, niggas showed up to homeboy's house. They sure did. They were out there. It looked like a good like hundred people out there. Yeah. They was deep. So hand class to South Carolina for standing up. However, y'all pick and choose when y'all want to fight racism, and I'm gonna let that stand how y'all want to stand. For those who don't know, if you know about South Carolina, you know South Carolina racist as hell. When Lindsey Graham say something, y'all be mighty. Damn, we ain't got the crickets on here. Y'all be mighty quiet. When Dabo Sweeney, y'all coach. Let me tell you, people in South Carolina, I love them so much because I got you know my people down there. I got some folks down there who I really f with. Um, <laughs> but let me tell y'all something. When it comes to football. That's the only time y'all don't see color, black and white. And with what that means is for the black folks, is them football players be saying something that's kind of racist. Y'all ignore it as long as they playing on Saturday night and Saturday day. I'm going to just give y'all that. But I respect y'all still for that. You don't play with South Carolina people. They're a little bit crazy. Um, J-Lo and A-Rod broke up officially, officially. When are we going to say that J-Lo is toxic? Y'all can say whatever y'all want to. Is she toxic? I don't know. I'm supposed to know. <laughs> Cause she keep her. Cause because, are you saying that because her relationships keep ending? No, because she keep getting engaged and never married, or she get married and keep getting divorced. I do want to know why that that keeps happening to her. Me too. We need to talk to her. J Lo hit us up. We need to have an interview. We do. You need to go on the red table talk. Corey told me that she toxic. I was like, bro, I've been said J Lo toxic. She's still fine though. She in my top oh three. She in my top three. Um, that that is happening to her. You know who back in my top three? I seen you on her page. You need to get off her page too. Tay, you she been your top three, but yeah. I've been following her. That's I know. Girl. I'm mad because I seen I went there to go like something today. You know what I'm saying? I lick my lips, lick my thumb, so I can. I be liking a lot of her stuff. You probably see key name and like. I was pissed when I got there today. Why you mad at me? I'm like, yo, get off, get off my girl page. I don't like when people be on my girls' pages. You be on that. Shout out to my homeboy. Um, he be on Joy Taylor page. Dog, oh, I should have bleeped her. I be seeing a couple of y'all on Joy page. Y'all be on Lashante page. Y'all be on uh who else page? I be on that y'all that y'all be oh riding. I got one little chick who Chat, I, Gavin. What? They don't know you. I got one chick who I'm keeping on under wraps. I be on her page too. Be Snow. I, oh, that's Bay. Everybody know that's Bay, but now it's another chick who I'm not telling. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares, Gavin. And she only got like two thousand followers, but then I found her main page, which got like two million. But she got like a secret page that nobody knows. And we get the pictures first. Oh my god. I respect her. Child. Shout out to you. I would say. Uh Johnson and Johnson, there's a recall. We love being the news. Johnson and Johnson has officially recalled. They have been recalled on their things because people are what? What's going on with that? Six people got blood clots. Does that matter? I don't know. Does it make you nervous? Um, I've always been nervous about the um Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Um, just because they had previous issues with some of their products and they make baby products. So mm. I've always been kind of skeptical. Okay. Um, I'm already, I'm uh, saying, okay. Like y'all can hear me. <laughs> I'm already, uh, nervous about the vaccine. I'm nervous about the vaccine, but I'm also slightly lean. I slightly lean towards conspiracy theorists because she do. I, I am, I am um, a little weary of big pharma and our government. So, you know, I'm just, ugh, they all make me nervous. But I have been debating on actually getting it. But I really, I'm, I'm scared. To, I'm not gonna even gonna lie. I do think that uh, they need to let us know what's the purpose of this vaccine. A lot of people do not know. You get the vaccine, 
from my understanding, you don't get this vaccine so you don't get COVID again. That's one of the possibilities, a strong possibility of it. However, this is so people will stop dying. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing. Because I see, I see a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, that's true. Like, I see that's a lot of people posting, like, what's the point? And we related, so I can't even say that. But I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. it. Um, I've seen a lot of people post about how, hey, the vaccine, you know, you can still get COVID with the vaccine. Absolutely. But they're telling us, yo, you won't die. Um, which is important because a lot of y'all want to see your family members and they go on a pass. And, you know, I find it funny, you know, <laughs> shout out to the dude who was on the news. He was on like national news um, selling vaccine cards. And bro was selling vaccine cards and the news reporter was talking to him. And once bro found out it was the news reporter, he kept incriminating himself. Oh, wow. And I'm like this. I said, yo, this is a reporter, which made me believe I'm like, maybe this has to be an actor. It's no way niggas just snitching on themselves. And then they, you know, then they get online and be like, no snitching. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I seen this post where they was like, um, something about their they trying to find a way to look up fraud vaccine cards. You know, people show mm-hmm. that they got the vaccine. Uh, and I was wondering that too. And I'm like, y'all know people could probably mim- can mimic this and make a fake card to say that they got the vaccine. Bruh, so my thing is, I wonder when are they going to figure out a way to put it a part of your license? I think that's the only way you're going to do it. Because right now I'm fully vaccinated, right? Yeah. Um, Just to give everybody a heads up, I did get vaccinated. Um... I've been I got vaccinated right before our last podcast mm-hmm. the day the, that day, actually. Yeah, because it has to be exactly 21 days. Absolutely. So I got vaccinated. I got my second shot the last podcast um, and I had no side effects. Um, and I was cool. I was blessed. My arm did hurt for almost four days. I'm telling you all that the first one, my arm only hurt for like a day and a half. This last one, my arm was hurting for days. Um, but other than that, no headaches, no sweats. Nothing to do with Key. I did not hit him this time. She did not hit me this time. But, um, so, so anyway, I've had it. I don't have a picture of it on my phone. Um, I didn't post it online that I got it. Only people that know that I'm fully vaccinated are my clients when they meet me and y'all who listen and watch. Um, but I'm like, what are I supposed to do? And, you know, I was talking to a guy. He was like, oh, you need to carry it on the phone. I was like. He's like, take a picture of carrying your phone. I was like, oh, that's smart. And I'm like, but I've never been nowhere. And somebody said, hey, hey you, you don't have to vaccine? wear, right. you don't have to wear a mask because you got, you're vaccinated. Or are you vaccinated? It's like, it does not matter. Um, so, and then I was laughing because I'm like, yo, I can make vaccination cards. Right. Somebody I know how to work Photoshop. Go ahead, make me one. That is illegal. We will not incriminate ourselves. And no. But my thing about the vaccine is like, if you need one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh gosh, I hate you. <laughs> but um, somebody said that they they don't even know how long it stays in your system. Yeah, they don't. They so don't. that's why I'm like, okay, maybe I could get it because I don't. That's my whole thing. Like, if this is staying in me, like, what is it going to do to my body? Absolutely. But and if they don't know it's gonna last long, then I'm like, okay. And then I wonder, is it one of those know. things where it's like we get, let's say it lasts a year, enough people get it, then it will kind of like kill off the 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 virus. Because you need enough people. Like they always said, when when Trump found out about Corona, if he would have shut the country down for three months, we would have been A-OK. Nobody would have to get vaccinated. Nobody would have to like, you know, you go three months, you tell people, yo, you ain't paying your bill for three months. Everybody can go back to work literally in 90 days. Once we do enough, and it, we'll be A-OK. But that didn't happen. Right. It's water under the bridge now. And 
I wonder if one of those things is like we get enough people vaccinated and, you know, we should see numbers be so low that this would not affect anybody. And even if it wears off in five years, we don't know. Um, we shouldn't see a spike anymore. And we should know. have antibodies. Yeah. That can fight against it. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Um, last thing Damn. before we hop up out of here, Paul Pierce. This is going to be a short ass pod. Damn. What happened to us? You know, what's interesting from two pods ago. Gavin, this is not short. Like, got me thinking if it's not two hours long, then it's short. Yeah, because man. we are over. We about to hit 130 mark. Oh. Um, I had a lot of biracial people hit me up and talk Fire. about how um, I just restarted. Oh, my bad. He did just get up. I had a lot of biracial <laughs> people hit me up about um, them dealing with colorism and black women. We will talk about that another day. That is a real thing. I tried to get um, I know. Brittany to get on Inspirate Instagram Live Brittany with me. Brittany who? And we could talk about it. Who? Brittany. Why won't you get a biracial person to get on there and talk about it? No, I'm going to get a brown skinned girl who has experienced colorism. But we talking about black. No, I'm talking about them experience it from black women. I am too. I'm talking about black women. Who experience colorism. We get that. But I'm talking about something totally different. What's, what are you saying then? I'm talking about people that are biracial who have said, yo, I experienced colorism from black women. That was the conversation. I got a lot of DMs about that. Okay, but I think I'm saying the exact same thing. From a different point of view. From you're a talking black about, woman? You're saying you're talking about black women who's experienced colorism. They black too. I understand that, but I'm telling you, biracial people, they are saying they have a different fight. That's all. I, I understand. <laughs> We'll talk about it. I feel so, like shout out to all our biracial listeners. But I feel like they would be on the same stance as somebody who is light skinned when it comes to yeah. colorism with another black person. Because that was that's the whole point. Now, yeah. mind you, we were going to get into as far as it with men too, but Yeah. I feel like they it's gonna fall under the same category. Maybe. They just say they 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 have a way different fight. That's all. And I once I saw some of their comments, I was like I, I believe they, it. What was they saying? That black women don't see how they inflict colorism on them. And they ain't black enough and they ain't they not white enough, but they were just talking about like black women don't want to have that conversation. So it was an interesting topic. Mm. And I got it. I understood it because like I told you off air, I was like, Oh, I don't think nobody's dealt with more colorism than me. But you Gavin know. definitely said that. Yeah. But um, we would have to it's, we don't we don't not, need, we don't need to. y'all get washed we do not need to y'all get washed. so for those who do not know me and key we had a group chat conversation and i said nobody in this group chat has experienced more colorism than me and key asked how do you know that that's all i asked key asked that and i said because i know and that was his answer and i do know and i think and the darkest person in the group not that she would have experienced it more than anybody else but more or less than anybody else she said yeah, you're right. You're probably right. She didn't say that. What'd she say? Scroll back. <laughs> That's not what I'm she telling said. you what she said. She said, I don't know as she far said, as your experience. She's like, but I have. Go ahead. I want you to find it. Okay. But Go she ahead. said, I can tell you I have definitely experienced it. Damn what she said. Okay. I'm about to find it for I you. I could be wrong. I know you'd be wrong. He Shit. could be wrong, but I want this. you to say, I want you to find it. We'll find it, man. And I'll be willing to <laughs> correct it. Man, there's all this it's too many texts, bro. We text every day. Um, Paul Pierce got fired. Why find this? Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce was on Instagram Live. What this nigga do? As far well, I didn't see the whole thing. I just seen a a, a still pick 
that was called steel pick yeah and um <laughs> i just seen the steel pick of the girls in the background dancing well i guess they was dancing it was a steel pick so they was half naked and allegedly he got fired from espn paul pierce was fired because he was smoking weed his blunt was small and he had hosts in the background twerking. It looked like a fun night. And <laughs> and I didn't mean to call them hoes. Excuse me. I take that back. That's disrespectful. I know sometimes I get on here and say bitches, but that's not, I'm not referring to women. I refer to, I'm just referring to just a funny term. Um, and I don't mean no disrespect, but I do feel like me saying he had hoes in the background is disrespectful because that's labeling them something that they not. No, I just went deep there, but I didn't mean that. Um, so anyway, they, they he, might be, they might be, and they might be like, yeah, I'm a hoe. I don't know. That's for them to say. That's we not for me know. to say, but he had chicks in the background twerking, having fun. I didn't, I didn't see anybody stripping, but uh, the story was they were stripping. And so I don't know nothing about that. They were labeled as strippers. And I don't know if that's fair or not, because I didn't see nothing. Yeah, um, I mean definitely saw him weed. I definitely saw him sports groups. Yo, go see Paul Pierce live. Bro was fired within like 48 hours. Um, and for me, I think he did it on purpose. He wanted to get fired? I believe he did. You no know way you work for Disney. So for those who not know, Disney owns ESPN. So you Disney signs your check. No way you get on any... Stamped by Mickey Mouse. Stamped. Look, you... <laughs> <laughs> um, no way you get on live and you feel, feel like it's okay to show me smoking... Paul Pierce lives. It's legal. Let's just say it's legal. Mm -hmm. No way you get on something that that has kids and you feel like, hey, I can do this and it's fine. Um, you are representing a brand, a children's brand at the end of the day. Um, and that ain't cool. I feel like and you know that, you know what I'm saying? It's like being out somewhere and you are just plastered drunk, falling over. They're going to be like, yo, what are you doing? This is a bad representation. Are you smoking weed. Is Disney really considered just a children's brand, though? They have their foot in avenues or they foot outside in doors of outside kids. of kids. So Absolutely. I wouldn't necessarily group them in just children because even if you look at Disney Plus, like I'm pretty sure they own or have parts in all those things that are part of Disney Plus. Absolutely. And it's more than just catered to kids. Absolutely. But when you hear Disney, what you think of? We well, know. Well, yeah. Yeah. So my thing is. I think of when we were kids, though. Absolutely. I mean, they got avenues that's like. That's their bread and butter. Let's just put it like that. And you know what you're representing. And even not, you representing a PG brand at best. Overall, PG-13 brand at best. And you smoking weed. I don't. It don't matter if it's legal in New York or where you may live or Boston, wherever you may live at or L.A. You got to be, It. you know, you're in one of those states. Cool. It's legal in all these states. And it's legal in Florida for an extent. But it doesn't matter. You're on there. You doing whatever you represent your brand right now. If you got up online and was smoking weed and your bought CEO saw it, he's probably going to be like, yo, that's not fair representation of my brand. And, you know, so it's up out of there. Um, So I think he did it on purpose. I don't know what he's going to do more. Uh, a porn company did reach out to him and wanted to pay him a quarter of a million dollars. How do you know that? <laughs> because it was it was all reported. A porn company reached out to him and was like, yo, we'll let you have these strippers on here. They called them strippers. They called them adult dancers. Um, let you come out and you can report sports news. And foot, Paul Pierce ain't never doing that. And let me tell y'all something. That was all for clout. First of all, nobody, you know, Paul Pierce did everybody a favor. Nobody want to listen to Paul Pierce ever talk about sports. Ever. 
ever. He's that bad at talking sports. Um, nobody was going to hear his expert opinions. Nobody's going to a porn site to hear his expert opinions. Well, he first started commentating. I was like, why keep wearing this brown suit? Bro, he is he's <laughs> almost he's almost worse than Chris Weber. But we're not gonna, you know. Shout out to you, Chris Weber. All right, here's the text for those oh, that don't know. You haven't really found it. Hell yeah, man. I told you. Um Damn, what did you say? I just said, how do you know that? That's all I asked. Um Here's the thing. I lost where we were. Just notice. Oh, here we go. The thing that Brittany said that I know, Brittany gonna um you saying you wasn't trying to dismiss colorism, whatever, whatever. That's not what the fuck I was saying. Um, Brit Brittany, her response was, I can't say that people are probably gonna leave. Oh, she said, <sighs> she said, I can't compare to colorism like you have, but I come close. That's what I was saying when I said nobody in this group. So for her to say I can't compare, but I come pretty close, that's so for those who not know, I experienced colorism from multiple people. Multiple shades, multiple uh, races, but that's a whole nother subject. That's a whole nother. But anyway, um, I got a lot of DMs from biracial people who said, "Yo, you know, color preference. It's not even color preference. It's actual just colorism that black women of all shades showcase to me." And I think that's not talked about enough because black women don't want to talk about their responsibility and role in colorism as well. And I was like, "Cool." Because for them, they looked at it, it was like, yo, that's cool and all black women, you know, I'm I not black some, enough. I think some do. I can't yeah. say that some do have that mindset, though. I've definitely and you know, seen and heard that. I think a lot of shit is just learned. Yeah. And I know we do a lot of things about, you know, based off of what we're hurt from, but we might need to have a conversation about what role do black women play in colorism? And um, that, you know, we had in our conversation about um, music with that play. You know what I'm saying? I remember being younger and Even colorism within the music industry. Absolutely. That's definitely. That should be number one. So it was like, and then, I know some women that, that feel like they don't want to talk about it, but I also know some that I'm like, we need to have a discussion. Yeah, you should. You should do it on a No More Pie on your little mini series or cut a piece well, and post it. I was going to do a fan spot all day because, you know. Mm. Yeah, don't let a black man tell you what to do. Yeah, that's my business. Yeah, you, you. Oh, we got a problem here? That's key favorite, but it is. Uh, all right, you ready to get up out of here? Okay. This is a short-ass pot. Um, anything going on this weekend for you? I saying that, and it is an hour and 30 minutes long. Anything going on in your life? Um, No, hanging out with the girls this weekend. That's about it. Yeah, y'all. Darnell hit me up. was like, yo, since the girls gonna be out, what y'all wanna do? I'm like... <laughs> Sit my little ass down. That's what the fuck I want to do. Uh, so like Gavin said, in a couple weeks, we will have a couple surprises for you guys. Oh, my gosh. Please um, make sure y'all. A couple. A couple. Oh, my gosh. Who knows? Um, we know. That's who knows. What? Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yo, the, like I said, the podcast is growing. Y'all don't know what's going on, but the pot is growing. If you want to donate, our cash app is we do not have one, but hold on. I got you, yeah. I got you. I got you, yeah. 
But J. Jordan, they sing, just hold on, I'm going home. Um, please check out the website, PaytonExposure.com, PaytonExposurePodcast.com. Yep. Um, please donate. Uh, um, make sure y'all follow us. It's underscore KSS7. I am underscore Gavin B. Hashtag no more pie. Join if you're a photographer, please join the No More Pie by Gavin B Facebook group. Yo, if you want to come in there, you want your posts approved, you want your shit um responded to, you want to not be told what to do by an expert who's really not an expert. I'm really not an expert, but I can help out. I will find resources for you. Yo, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get up out of here, hold on, hold on. I need to shout out a couple of people. Um a week ago, two weeks ago, I came into some hard times where I was in dire need of a photography studio. And I was, I had, let me tell y'all something. I needed a photography studio within 12 hours type dire need. Um, Shout out to, shout out to Designs by JK. Shout out to uh, 1X Studios with Pickman 704. Shout out to I Am You Studios that's located in a music factory. Shout out to Murphy Studios. Um, all four of these guys came through for me in the clutch, and I appreciate them because they could have said no. They could have not responded. They could have been like, nah, bro, we ain't got nothing for you, and I would have been res- refunding a lot of money. And they really came through, and I got to thank those guys for that because – um, they don't know what they did for me, but I encourage everybody, if you are looking for a studio, check out those people because they came through on the clutch and all are black and all of them, you know, we got killed this narrative about sometimes we're crabbing a barrel barrel because those guys really work with me. They contacted me. They were trying to work with me. Um, and it wasn't like, it was like, Hey, I can't do this for you, but I can do this for you. Or can you do this? Um, this is what I got for you. And I'm, I'm thankful for all four of you guys. Um, I appreciate you. Um, I will be giving my reviews on your studios. I have nothing but positivity to say with y'all. And it's not because y'all helped me out. It's just because every studio has something different. And I appreciate all of y'all. So hopefully, <laughs> Gavin will have his own studio if he stop playing. Hopefully. Um, back to this so we can get up out of here. My see, leg is you see how he, You see how he just dismissed it? And I'll show you what I want to say. My heart really needs this love. Huh? You don't like my shit? You said something sleep. What'd you say? I didn't say nothing. Oh. You know I don't know the words. Here we go. I'm about to do the drop. About to do the drop. I really do.